this is probably where the intro music comes down and obtain the rules around and then okay we'll start now okay <clears throat> welcome back people welcome back to another glorious episode of anchor free roscoe i'm your host ryan atwood i'm seth pronto and I'm Smog Luke, or Luke Smog. What? We're switching it up, people. We're switching it up. Yeah. And uh, there has been a lot going on in the CW world. And there, there's a lot. And the Marvel world that we have to, to divulge in. I'm going to start with uh, All-American. Oh, man. Friendsgiving. There's so many notes, I actually have to just write, jot down these notes because there's a lot to cover. Number one, I'm going to start with this. I stated in the last episode, I believe I stated in the last episode, that that white chick that was friends with Layla came out of rehab. I'm like, this bitch is crazy. Everyone's like, really? You think? And I'm like, there's something off about her. She's like, there's, this bitch is crazy. And lo and behold, this episode proved that. The second one, she was kicking it with Coop and I keep forgetting the other's name. Precious Time. Yeah. I don't know what. Is it Precious? Precious, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and you see how she's like, yeah, we're just kicking it. She's like, okay, well, I'm double parked. And then she's just like, you see, she can see like she has like possessiveness to her. I, I think that's the rehab in her. Uh, I don't know, that the addict in her or something. And oh my God, the part where she tells uh, Olivia, she's like, uh, use the coaster, it's not your house. She's like, yeah, it's not yours either. <laughs> <laughs> I would have took that coaster and threw it across the room, bro. Oh, my God. I was like, and then the, 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 just the confirmation when she's just like, yeah, she has a headache. But I'll let, you know, I'll let her know that she came by. It's like, okay. And yeah, she's like, who's that? Oh, it's just the neighbors. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> their power, just... Yeah, their power went out or something like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's just crazy, dog. That's just crazy. Uh. Wait, a few more, a few more points. Her I name is Carrie, by the way. Is it Carrie? Okay, Carrie. okay. Uh, you no, know, it's a young version of Karen. Oh my god. No, you know what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the irony in me calling you crazy that her name's Carrie. But wasn't that movie that came out? Uh, remember that one where the girl has the like, telekinetic powers and it was called Carrie? Uh, what's oh what's that? the horror film, the one with the blood. Yes, yes. Oh, uh, that's so uh, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, okay, but yeah, put that aside. <laughs> Preach's kid, bro. Preach this whole time. I still believe pre the fact, like the whole thing from the little girl just running up to him and saying, "Hey, I'm your daughter," and and I mean, I thought it was. I thought the kid was with some other random lady, but it turns out it goes back to Mo. So yeah. I'm like. And and I'm not sure. Maybe it was like it was very quick, but there was like some little weird, like eye movement, like just facial smirk, reaction, yeah. a little, just a little smirk. It was so like quick, like most people wouldn't have caught it. I'm telling you, this whole thing is a freaking setup. I think she, the kid is a setup. Mo is Mo setting it up. Like yeah, she's a child family. actor. Child exactly Hollywood child actor. This is to get him off his freaking game, uh, which will lead. This and this is, I think this is all ties in this whole Friendsgiving thing. Okay, so now Coop is and 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 Spencer and everybody, they're all in good terms, but specifically Coop. I'm like setting it's like a lamp to slaughter, bro. So I'm like, now that they're gonna be good, I feel like by the end of the season, Coop's gonna end up getting off by uh Mo. And- a better way to phrase it is the calm before the storm. The calm before the storm. I said it a lamb to slaughter, oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but you think about Coop. Though. I think uh, the, there's no other time than next week, but we'll come back to that. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, last two points. Jordan's a little bitch, bro. I've always been saying that, man. I don't like this guy. <laughs> I really don't. The, I can't believe the parents gave in. I think this guy's definitely going to regret this whole marriage thing to Salone, and he's going to end up breaking up with her uh, afterwards. And Coach Montez... Uh, the the Spanish coach from Beverly, she's probably the smartest out of everyone, bro. The last thing she said in the episode, she's like, how can we not let him play in, in the next game? She's like, honestly, JJ shows that this guy could take us to the championship. And if we end up going against Crenshaw, she's like, who they who knows they know who knows your plays better than your former teammate 
and your own father slash coach. I'm like, oh my god, this coach is the probably the smartest character out of the whole damn show, man. But yeah, that that's that's all. That's all I have to say. Boys, feel free to jump in. I'll let you go, Luke. All right. I'll uh, start off with this. Like I said before uh, in the previous episode, uh, Carrie is the way to Olivia. Her manipulation game, it is so strong. I had to give a standing ovation. The way, like, even the last scene, remember when Olivia came into the house and was, like, knocking, and she's like, yeah, Layla's kind of, like, I'm not feeling under the weather. And then you just see the next scene, she's, like, sitting right beside her on the couch eating popcorn. I'm like, what? And then they kind of zoom in on her eyes, too. She's yeah. see the crazy eyes. Yeah. I was like, yo, standing ovation. I'm like, all right. Olivia's definitely getting hers. I don't care if these two get burned together at the very end of the season, man. <laughs> I don't care. I'm loving it. It's my oh. favorite storyline. I always wanted revenge. I always wanted someone to punk off Olivia, and I finally found it. It's just the white version of her. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Speaking of getting punked, Principal Carter. Oh, oh. my God. The fact that he got punked off by <coughs> Dylan in front of his mom in their living room. Oh, man. That he turned him into a punk bitch. I'm like, oh, I'm, and then I felt bad for Dylan. I'm like, yo, within like three, four years, he's gonna be in the same high school as Principal <laughs> Carter. Hey, hey, son, stop calling me that. You're not, You're not my dad. dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, I can't wait for that, man. Hey, imagine like, Spencer's not the lead anymore; it's Dylan, and he has to deal with Principal Carter for the next four years. Oh man, that show's gonna be so awkward. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, the next point I want to make, uh, Jordan, the fact that he didn't get that starter uh, quarterback slot for the championship game, you know what it means for me? It means he's gonna tell his dad about it and help his dad prepare and win against his, his team. Wow! No, you think that's actually gonna happen? I I'm putting money on it, ten dollars on it. Wow! You know what's crazy? This guy was like boosting JJ's like, yo, man, my game's off. He's like, yo, don't play like me. Play like you, man. You got this. You could do this. And he's like, oh, awesome. Amazing. He's like, yeah, you play so good. We're going to put him in the next game. What? No, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just gives, and then he just gives him evil eye from outside of the freaking, uh, the restaurant, man. Oh, man. Yeah. The one thing I learned about Jordan, he is by far the most pettiest character of the entire show. Petty. I- very petty. So that's why I have a feeling he'll just help his dad. He's like, you know what? If I ain't going to win the championship, I'll, ha- I'll, get, I'll, I'll have my dad winning it. At least we'll have a championship in the household. You know what I mean? That's his mindset. You know what I mean? So I don't blame him if he does that. Oh, and it's all illogical way. He'll be like, hey, you know, I won the championship even though he did it. He was pretty much pulling a Tory Craig, you know what I mean? No matter yeah. what, he's getting a ring this year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If, if, either I have it uh, in my trophy case or my dad's trophy case. We still win. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, that and the last point is it has nothing to do with the episode, but they did hint on it. Uh, like Jordan uh, and uh, Simone and uh, Spencer and Olivia, they're all heading to the college next week, right? Yeah. So apparently that episode is a backdoor pilot for Simone's new show. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's very interesting how so the characters we'll see on that episode is basically going to be uh, like the, the, the lead characters, the main characters for Simone, Simone's show. Oh, you, you know my thoughts on this, man. Like, honestly, the girl manipulated him from the beginning and everybody just forgave it. And then he's still, yeah. still kind of manipulating him. So, like, yeah. The fa- and I'm like, yeah, we're going to give her our own show. No, the, fa- the fact that Jordan's parents are okay with the marriage, I was like, wow. I was very shocked by that. Yeah. They were, I think, I wouldn't say they're okay with it. They were reluctant, but... Uh... They want to make sure their kid is happy, right? And they can't just say, oh, well, we did it right because they got married at a young age too, right? So, You yeah. know what I call Simone? An alpha male. That's what she is now. She has her own show and she changed everybody's mind about the marriage. I'm like, wow. Like, th- this episode showed that the roles have been defined. Like, Jordan is a punk, petty bitch and Simone is an alpha that just owns everybody and gets her way. Now she's going to go to the school. She's going to have her own show. She finally got the man of her dreams. She's going to get... change everybody's minds about it. She's going to get the, the family trust fund. Everything, bro. She's coming for everything. Everything. Oh, my God. You know, you know what my thoughts are? Okay. So uh, with the whole uh, Jordan Simone thing, I don't think it's going to work out. I think she's I think gonna... that next. I think next week you're gonna, gonna kind of see like some issues, you know, like rifts in the relationships, and maybe he Jordan might not see a future with her, and then the whole him not starting QB one 
at the championship game against uh, Crenshaw High. Uh, he may just say, fuck it, like you were saying, and just, uh, sorry for my language, but yeah, go with his father, Billy Baker, give all the plays for JJ and what he would do in the situation and sabotage that game so he can uh, move up in the ranks maybe, or at least show up second half. Yeah, because he's going to, I think he's going to, the whole marriage is going to collapse. He's not going to follow through with it. And he's probably going to be like, hey, listen, I got to look out for number one. Yeah, man. He's, he's, he, you, give, you get that vibe from him for, for the football thing. So, yeah, I can see that. I don't know. Next episode? I hope so, man. Yeah. Yeah. Continue, but, uh, but no, also, uh, other point was Asher, this episode. <sighs> he's, uh, he's losing some of his, uh, his uh, appeal, <laughs> I want to say, in the yeah. show. Because he's yeah. getting back to his like uh, insecurity and being needy, even though you, you can see he has the talent, but he always sort of gets in his way of being successful. You know what I mean? I do think Montez should have told him. You know what I mean? Because she, this whole season is just a way for him to prove himself. He's proved himself. She should have at least gave him a heads up. You know what I mean? I know he, she wants him to be a team player, but they wouldn't be in this predicament had she just told him in the beginning because he would have been in the right mindset. Told him what in the beginning? Uh, that uh, her husband from Coastal City is okay. the uh, defensive coordinator. But she yeah. made a but, but she made like a point when she's just like, yo, then it would have like changed. But he, think about it. But he would he, he would have caught those interceptions, and they I guess they would have been, like in the plot they would have not been down by that much. Mm-hmm. And then maybe uh, uh, JJ wouldn't need that pep talk. You know what I mean? I don't know. Hmm. Um, and then uh, with the whole. Uh, What's uh, patience? Friendsgiving. Okay. Did it, you guys notice the shade being thrown around at the whole uh, at the whole countertop at the table? Oh yeah. In the kitchen? Oh yeah. And the whole time I was just saying, why don't you guys just speak your mind? You know what I mean? Everyone's here, just air it out. You know what I mean? Once and for all. But no, everyone wanted to say something. You know, PC. You know, like. <laughs> and just, just you know, what they're thankful for. You guys weren't thankful for each other. Just. If you'd get to your conclusion if everyone just spoke their mind and let it out once and for all. You know, no one's leaving until we hash out and resolve everything. But you know who would look good in the end, right? Out of who? all that? Smayla. Oh. Layla would be looking good at the end. That's Spencer. Spencer's the one that cheated on her. <laughs> oh, yeah. I messed no. it up with Olivia. You know what I mean? He you has know, the biggest would, But what did, she, what did Layla say? Uh, Spencer has a big heart. That's code or, code word for you know what. <laughs> oh... I didn't even pick that up. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like, that, and, yeah, you actually said you have a big heart, and sometimes your big heart can get you into trouble. <laughs> my god! Oh yeah. my, my oh god. god! Oh my god! Wow! But well, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if uh, with the whole like Spencer situation with Layla, but Spencer and Coop, uh, he should Spencer should just do us a big favor and just rig Coop's uh, parachute <laughs> <laughs> and have wow. a nice exit to the show. You know what I mean? Oh, my uh, God. I, I, I can't, like, I know. Uh, I realized how much I missed not having her on the show and her <laughs> having so much airtime. No, I'm not appreciating whatsoever. <laughs> the, like, the season needs to end we, soon and end her character. We got to cut cut some lines. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I th- I think uh, I think crazy Carrie is gonna try to like be even more crazy for Layla. Layla's gonna I don't know this might be crazy, but th- I think Layla's gonna end up trying to catch feelings again for Spencer, even though she never really lost feelings for Spencer. And that Olivia drama is gonna start up again. Or Carrie loses it, gets up high on drugs, tries to shoot Layla because if I can't have her, no one can have her, and then Coop gets in the way. <laughs> What? <laughs> or I even say something even more crazier. What if Carrie basically shoots her shot with Spencer and makes Olivia and Layla jealous at the very end? But she wants. But she wants Layla. Like she wants to. Like she. But she's just, like, just, it, 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 what? Like, what if Layla is like pissing her off one day and, then and like, she's basically saying, Spencer. "Oh," and she just goes for Spencer just to piss off Layla and Olivia at the same time. Oh my god! And then she'll be like, "Spencer came on to me." And I'm yeah. like, Oh my god! And then that's it. His career's done. Oh, or, yeah. rape oh. allegation. Oh. oh my god! Or we can take it a step further, and she sneaks off to LA. No, sorry, not LA, Atlanta, and she catches Olivia and Spencer doing some stuff on campus, and takes those photos and texts it to uh, Layla. Oh my god! 
this is an interesting oh, series. Text, yeah, texting it with Spencer's phone, but like you're missing oh out. My God. She stole his phone. She pickpocketed him. Oh I can't believe God. she actually pickpocketed him. I'm treating this as I'm treating, I'm treating this as a pure fact as if it happened. And it did. It happened. It happened. <laughs> this girl's crazy. This girl's crazy. I called it from day one, and I'm I'm all for it, bro. I am all for it. I want to see what crazy shit she's gonna do. Oh my God. But we'll conclude it with that. And but one thing I really want to get onto. Sorry if there was any last points. No, it's all good. We can no. we, we can come back to it after. Okay. Yeah, we're good. So usually we transition to talking about Team Flash. This time I'm going to be talking about the Flash. Redemption has happened finally, bro. There has only been probably like two good episodes in this whole damn season. Episode number two, when Barry had the artificial speed force thing, and this one, man. So Godspeed, the return of Godspeed. Uh, the original plot, which was like from a minute ago, I think this is even back in like season six, episode one. Uh, and they kind of just like, I don't know, part of it was crisis and part of it was the pandemic crisis that kind of like uh, ended up messing up this whole, uh, the timeline of the show. But yeah, okay, so it starts off uh, with Noah Barry falling asleep and then he gets some sort of a vision from his daughter, Nora Allen. I know how... A lot of people in this group feel about Nora. Is Nora going to return? I do believe so. I think, because like I said, with the twins, I think the Nora that we knew before, it'll be a completely different character, and it might not even be named Nora. I don't know. Uh, that's just a theory. But very interesting, to say the least. Um, number two, there was no Iris during this whole episode, bro. Iris went MIA. Probably with J.R. Smith. I don't know. But. <laughs> Homewrecker. He's a very bad god damn it. Oh, J.R. Smith with the shots he missed. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, bad. But it was definitely refreshing just to have her, like, on the phone and, like, and but no voice. I'm just like, yes. Less, less Iris. More Barry. More the Flash, man. Because finally, we get a speedster. And for, and which going back to like the comic book originals, like if you read a lot of the com- comments on this episode, man, like people were just like, oh my god, finally redemption, finally they're going back to the roots of this of this show. I found uh, Chester was definitely stepping up in this episode. He was more like Cisco in terms of like trying to like creative thought process. Barry definitely stepped up too. Uh, Joe West is he dead? I don't know. That was a very interesting ending, to say the least. Uh, I'm going to leave my thoughts at that. Uh, Luke Smog. Smog Luke. Smog Luke, it is. Yeah, I was legitimately happy about Iris not being on the episode. I, I was ecstatic. Like, the fact that he was like... And then, like, here's the thing, too, that really, really pissed me off about Barry. Barry, the entire episode, looked like he was the pregnant wife. <laughs> Is it me, or it just literally felt like that? He was like talking about, "Oh my god, I need to find a baby girl, baby boy." Like he was running around, like he was the one, like uh, about to give birth in a few months, and he wasn't know what gender it is. Like it felt so weird watching that. Didn't he say we're pregnant? Yeah. Did he say oh, that? Yeah, he did god. say that. Actually, I remember that specifically. He said we're pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was yeah. so bad. Like they, like he, he was so demasculine. I'm like, brother, brother, man, she's not an episode. Don't have to worry about it, man. Like, he kept worrying it. Like, he's like, oh, I don't want to tell uh, Iris that the Godspeed are here. Like, I'm so glad she's... Like, why is he worrying? Like, dude, she's not an episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why is he, like, over, over, like, franticking over her? Like, this is the first time I've ever seen him. Like, usually she's just there chilling at the uh, Star Labs, you know? Like, he doesn't worry about it as much. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Like, yo, like, give this guy some big boy patch or something today, man. Like... This guy is going nuts, man. Like, every, like, five minutes, it's like, Iris this, Iris that, you know? Like, he's, like, trying to hide this ex- entire existence of this baby towards everybody. Like, literally, what's her face? Um, um, what's her name? Um, Joe's wife. Um, Cecile. 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 Yeah, it's like, I had to literally mind read him. And then, what's his face? Like, Chester, that dork, had, like, literally caught on afterwards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how bad is, like, Barry literally couldn't even keep a secret to himself. Like, the guy's, like, franticking, like, 
But of course, you know, like it's a white dude, skinny white dude that had sex for the first time ever. So obviously, like, he's acting this way. Uh, keep in mind, bro. If you go back to like season one, remember like how Barry was just like always fawning over Iris for like the, the like like all the time. So like yeah. Barry's kind of always been that way. Uh, part of it I like to say is maybe because like he lost his daughter, so he's just like he's just, he's just like really anticipating for to be back. And then when the test came negative and said that we're not pregnant. Um, there's been like a lot of thoughts that on that saying like, oh, like, you know, when to generally when you have twins, uh, it'll come off as a false, uh, negative or something like that. Uh, so I think that, so that whole twin storyline, I think it's still going to come, but yeah, but that Barry, I don't know. He's like, he, 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 he'd want himself in many ways, but then at the same time, he kind of stepped up with the Godspeed thing. So I'm just like, finally, but yeah, keep going. Yeah. And another thing too, in regards to like the, 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 female male dynamic like what the hell's going on with frost like this thing with oh. with chill blaine like i don't even understand that the shit at all like i understand they're trying to make chill blaine like a, like a sex appeal dude because they have no guys in the entire show that literally fits that bill at this point like they all the guys are dorks at this point you know all nerd nerd dorks so like literally they have like this dude who literally, yeah you know what i mean like he's in star labs chilling you know like trying to act like he He's a know-it-all, but, like, the guy is, like, a clown at best, you know? He's just basically, like, a sex object for Frost, which I don't understand at all why they're even doing this in the first place. Now, I mean, Frost was such a cool character, but now they're just basically, like, literally turning her into, like, hey, there's this, like, uh, eye candy that you can go after. Like, go right ahead, you know? And then she's, like, trying to play hard to get here and there. And it's kind of so weird. I I felt kind of weird watching. I'm not going to lie. Like, they devoted a lot of the episodes towards that, too. Frost used to be cool, bro. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, Yo, I, beyond like with with the whole frost, can't you not tell now? She sounds a lot like Caitlyn because, yeah. but they removed that thing from her voice or something, so they did that deliberately so she actually could talk normal, right? Uh, no, like even like the way she like not even like the sound, but like even her lines sound like Caitlyn now. Hmm, like 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 Caitlyn's always like kind of like a overbearing mom kind of thing. Was that is that mm-hmm. what you mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Chester, Chester, I would give him credit. He was good in, uh, in the episode. The episode he did act like Cisco a lot, but mm-hmm. yo, like I just have that feeling, like like he was kind of being a little subtle with uh, Allegra, especially when Allegra was worrying about her cousin and stuff like that. I feel like in the end, this guy's gonna get the heaviest L at the end of the season, man. Like I, like I'm seeing it. Like this guy's gonna like you know profess his feelings to Allegra, and I feel like he's gonna get shut down. I know they didn't do much on it, but they did it in the previous episode. But I feel like that's where they're gearing up towards at this point. And most likely, this guy's gonna probably quit Star Labs because of it. Most likely, he's gonna what? Quit Star Labs because of it. No, no, I, I can't. I don't know. That's that's a. But we just lost Cisco. I don't know. Like he, they need a replacement. This guy seems too fragile, man. The only time he's usually up is when he's playing hip hop. Like this guy has no self esteem whatsoever. <laughs> that's like literally half the time. The guy doesn't know his entire identity. It doesn't know what he wants. You know what exactly. I mean? He's just like he's trying to hype himself up, and then we're like. When he hears bad news, like he he puts himself down. Like at least Cisco was not like that, you know. He was later on once he started uh, uh, dating women, and women start shutting him down left and right. But like Cisco actually had a backbone. Like Chester does not at all, you know. It's unfortunate when they only play hip hop. Such a horrible stereotype, bro. I know, I know. <laughs> but like they they turn him into that, you know. That's the problem. The Tupac poster in the background. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm done. So Seth. Seth Pronto, go ahead, man. You guys pretty much covered a lot of points, but uh, uh, we'll go with uh, Cecile. Okay. Her new ability. They, wait, what? What happened there? <laughs> they just dropped that in. Oh, by the way, guys, I can do this now. I can give off give off vibes. You know what I mean? I can change. I can give people my thoughts. It happened when... when okay, I think when the season began. What's that? Uh, uh, Mirror Master and Top. And then yeah. when she was interrogating Top, that's when that ability was introduced. I don't know how it was introduced. It didn't really make any sense. But yeah. I yeah. Remember. But like the, the tie-in to like calm, uh, calm her down. Yeah, that was uh, kind of weird. And then uh, her being overly excited at uh, Barry having kids, potentially having kids in the beginning of the episode. <sighs> I think like, Cecile's got... Am, am I ranking for characters? She's... Uh, coming close right behind iris <laughs> yeah yeah for uselessness that's the issue what i have like that's what they do with all these like beautiful black women they just turn them into noisy and noisy people or like you know like get into your grill or not minding their own business like they i don't know what the cw does with these black women i don't understand 
Like what? Like all these shows we're reviewing. That's the issue I have. Like they sh- why is it like all the white women are all cool and collected and calm, but these black women they just literally turn these like into like you want to punch them in the face. There's no balance. Yeah. My God, yeah. man, these these sisters, man, I feel for them. But uh, yeah, the return of Barry and being here, which is it's good in this episode, you know, because uh, he he hasn't been really like present these last few episodes. Uh, with uh, also with the whole Godspeed concept and storyline yeah. I'm, I'm starting to like this now you know you're starting to see like you know the, the new villain uh preparing for season eight and stuff um the whole ending though and it's joe, turned out joe to be West. like a, so, no no not even that not even that ending with the whole godspeed uh the second group of godspeeds coming up and then turning out to be like a gang war yeah. on the streets yeah <laughs> yeah that's uh i'm, I'm it's a brings a new plot i like it yeah they're um uh if not to like just i just saw this trailer for the next episode so it appears to be like some sort of like there's definitely multiple like more groups of godspeeds and they're kind of like taking over the city and then barry's like trying to stop it i think they're like it was like a civil war or something i think they he mentioned that towards the end right yeah he mentioned it towards the end yeah 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 Yeah. so that's what he said yeah yeah but it's look yeah it's looking very very interesting man so yeah man it's just that's that's all I that's all I want, bro. I just want this this like the show to be just actually centered around what it's supposed to be, man. Barry Allen facing villains, and then for sure throw a couple other side stories at the end. All Americans about football, put some interesting stories on the side, but like don't make it centered around the side story. That's that's the problem with CW, man. They just they do this shit and they take it too far and talk about like Cecile's like oh like uh, I had I entered a mental hospital and my mom passed and. And the whole episode was centered around. I'm like, what the hell is this, man? I'm like, where's Barry? I'm like, and Barry's there, but Barry's not there at the same time, man. Uh, it's yeah. But redemption at last. That's all I'm gonna say. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Seth, final thoughts. Um, next week, uh, new guest. Has anyone seen the trailer? No. Like, well, oh, I saw. I thought I saw it. My. Oh my god. Uh, we have our favorite black character, man, the male character from uh, the, the Arrow oh, burst. Oh yes, showing up. Yes, I remember. Who? Oh. Oh. The one, the only, Diggle, Diggle. the Wiggle. <laughs> oh, Diggle's back, huh? Diggle's coming back to help the team, bro. And not just that, they showed a little bit of a teaser of him opening a box with the Green Lantern ring in it. Ooh. About damn time. They didn't really say much. He didn't do much in Batwoman when he was there a few weeks ago, but I hope uh, he does a lot more with it. I know he's going to be in Superman Lois uh, in, two, in two weeks. I see a Diggle in the trailer. I don't see an Iris. Things are looking good. Oh, my God. Diggle brings normalcy back to the Arrowverse. Thank God for him, man. God bless this man. Oh, my God. The only oh. sane black man in this show's history. We'll conclude yeah, it. News, though. Definitely. We'll see how that turns out. And lastly, what do you call it? Um, Loki. Yes. New show that featured on Disney Plus. Going from what happened in Avengers Endgame after Loki disappeared when he held on to the Space Stone. Or, no, no, uh, the Tesseract. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then he ends up in just the like catch up, he ends up in some random desert. Uh, in Asia, and there's a new agency called the the TVA, and they basically arrest him. Actually, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let uh, Smog Luke uh, go through it because there's a lot of things to discuss. We're just gonna talk about the first two episodes at least because there's a lot to cover on this show. Okay, it's been a while. Like uh, the the first episode, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like it was the best episode of all the uh, Marvel, uh, the MCU shows this year, with especially Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like in the end, especially like it felt like it was a continuation of Endgame. I felt like in the end, like it kind of it didn't have the same you know like uh, um, momentum, but like it felt like in the end, like the way they uh, the TVA captured Loki and like he was put in trial and stuff and like. And then he was uh, uh, he was put under the uh, the watch of um, uh, Agent uh, Mobius. Oh, and, and Mobius is I, I love Mobius. I love Owen Wilson's character. He's amazing, amazing. Like it's like a really good character. 
And mm-hmm. I felt like in the end, like he, his chemistry with Loki is really, really good in that aspect. Uh, the big thing I uh, w- I really caught on was uh, the Miss Minutes uh, clip when uh, Loki was standing in line waiting to go into the trial, and he was watching that cartoon character Miss Minutes, and she was explaining about the entire uh, multiverse war that was streamlined into the sacred timeline. Yeah. Um, my theory was, and this is what I was telling um, uh, Seth Pronto uh, a few weeks ago, was that uh, I felt like where Loki was. Uh, at that point in the TVA, uh, everything already happened. Uh, like all the multiverse wars, all that kind of stuff already happened. So like, like the movies that are coming up, like the Doctor Strange, the Multiverse Madness, and Spider Man, all those movies are supposed to be dealing with the multiverse. Like he's already at the end point. He's already uh, dealt with all that. Like yeah. the TVA already dealt with all that. So like, like I remember when he got interrogated in that room, and then he saw he was like, yeah, he saw his entire life. Whereas like uh like when he like when he first escaped uh, new york that was like 2012 but like yeah. in the place then he ended up in the tva or that universe it's like they already knew the past they already knew like the future so that's why i was just kind of confused as to like where he was like yeah was, he's yeah. he's at the end point of time basically where everything already happened okay so like we haven't watched like the movies that are supposed to be coming out right like that are in the future where he's at all that stuff already happened Wait, side question. Are those movies actually going to come out? Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, eventually, Shades, yeah. Multiverse Matters is coming out next year. Spider-Man's coming end of the year. Wait, uh, like, the Immortals and, and, and uh, Shang-Chi and all that. that. All that stuff already happened. Like, and apparently even more stuff like Fantastic Four, X-Men, all that. All that stuff already happened because like, they kind of hinted on it in the show as well. Like, there's, uh, other stuff has happened. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. 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 But Loki doesn't know that because Loki, all he remembers was fighting against the Avengers and losing. So, like, the yeah. fact that he already saw his future, he doesn't know anything else at this point, you know? But, like, for us, the viewer, the fact that the Miss Minutes already described, like, the multiverse war and then the, the, the sacred timeline was created and the, the timekeepers and all that kind of stuff, I was like, wow, okay, this is, like, very interesting. Because I never expected Marvel to go in that front before. Hmm. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, and then he ends up, like, yeah, and then when he tries to escape and he tries to see, like, oh, there's uh, Infinity Stones. The thing, f- part that I liked the most uh, was, in, especially in the first episode, was like, oh, yeah, we just use those as, like, paperweights. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh. The drawer full of them. <laughs> I'm like, ah! I'm like, oh, my God. And that's when he's like, is this truly the most powerful entity in the universe? And uh, I think going into the second episode, they start to talk a lot, uh, kind of like in a hidden a message but like the idea of like predestination i think do you remember that uh, uh like, where they like, said do you truly believe he starts talking with mobius and he's like you truly believe that everything has already been kind of like ordained by these uh what are they called again sorry the, the timekeepers the timekeepers yeah and then they have a whole debate about over that yeah i was confused about that i'm not gonna lie because it felt it felt kind of confusing because like how would how would they know you know what I mean? They're 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 flesh and blood like everybody else. Like, how would they know? Well, their role, quote unquote, is that they were created by the timekeepers. Like, their role is literally just to serve as the TVA. That's that was their role. Yeah, yeah but like I mean? for me, for me personally, like I know the Marvel comics, so I know like the timekeepers are not the most powerful beings. So that's why I was always kind of skeptical of that you know what i mean like i was kind of like ah, you know there's a lot more to the story than than the timekeepers did all that you know what i mean so that's why when he was re- recollecting with mobius mobius was kind of like one looking at loki and it's like even he couldn't answer the questions that loki is asking so i was kind of like okay he doesn't know all the answers either mm-hmm. uh okay seth thoughts on the first at least uh, for the first two that's passed oh well uh, the first uh I, it was, yeah like you guys were saying uh it was a nice start off for the pilot episode at least compared to the other shows um they really like got the ball going and didn't worry about adding like i they gave a bit of a backstory and like the build-up but they didn't waste too much time into going into uh the whole not i wouldn't say crisis but issue going on in episode two uh and then eventually uh stating that there is a variant <laughs> of, yes uh, of uh, loki out there mm-hmm. um what are you guys' thoughts on uh, on Luke Smog's variant, though? I know this is kind of a side point, but uh, Smog Luke is uh, <laughs> who's who's the original? Who is the original? What's yeah, that? that was that was a bit weird. Um, 
obviously the Loki that we know is the original of the timeline. Uh, the other one, the the female Loki, the one that we saw at the very end of the second episode. Yeah, that was yeah. It it was it was weird. I'm not gonna lie. Well, like obviously, find... what, 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 what what was weird about it? Like uh... it was weird. Like she existed, but then afterwards, like when we find out, like, obviously in the first episode that there was a multiverse war that happened. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, I realized okay, this could be a, a Loki from a different uh, timeline. Mm-hmm. Like kind of similar to like Endgame in a sense, yeah. where they're all getting the the the. the, the the stones and stuff like that from different time points, but like it is branched off to a different timeline. Okay. So that was, I was like, okay, it kind of makes, I had to think about it for a while, but like, yo, as a viewer, you shouldn't think of it that hard. If you get a viewer thinking about it for a while, it's not a good thing. Like uh, that's my kind of criticism on that. Yeah. Going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry. Side note, boys. Should we cover the rest of it? Cause there's a, actually like, I really want to cover like the, like a couple of major points for the, cause we're all caught up on the show. Right. Yeah, 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 I yeah, am, yeah. Okay. Um, thoughts after like when, uh, you know, like the the variant Loki, she was able to like check people's uh, memories, and then and then later uh, the original Loki ended up finding out like, oh, everybody was originally from uh, like Earth at one point. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, man. It just leads like there's a lot of like crazy plot twists I find within the show. It's, it's all nested together, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's not only just nested together, it's uh, especially how uh, the, the last episode ended, especially episode four, and how episode three was kind of going along. I didn't, honestly, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but like, Loki in love with Loki? There's some weird narcissism thing going on. No, but that's, that's a very Loki thing to do, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like Mobius pointed that out, he's just like, "What kind of sick twist is thing?" So you're in love with yourself. Like he's, I remember him saying that. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. I, I I can understand it. Like in the end, uh, that he loves himself. So like, uh, and also too, like he's a he's considered a god. So like the, the the way he he looks at things are completely different than what mortals would think of. So I understood that context of that. But I yeah. hey, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, no, I was gonna say like, well, she has very similar traits to him, right? So it's yeah. just like you know, so like they kind of like match in that sense. But yeah, what were you saying? Yeah. And also to like, uh, in regards to uh, how episode four was uh, going through with uh, like pretty much like the TVA kind of having its own little civil war in a sense where like Loki and uh, the other Loki, Sylvie, I believe that's her name. Yeah. Like we're kind of like launching and like getting Mobius to like, remember his thoughts and, and the other, uh, um, uh, agent. Yeah, the other minute major agent as well, like, mm-hmm. and they're going after timekeeper, and the timekeepers were like all robots. I was like, holy crap! That like, threw me off, man. Yeah, because the whole time I'm just like, who are these guys? I want to know what they look like, and then I'm like, the fact that I'm like, there's just a bunch of androids, and they're like, so who the hell's in charge? What does this mean? I have a theory, but uh, I'll, I'll probably hold that off. And the last thing which happened, and then he ends up getting freaking uh, the real our original Loki, OG Loki gets freaking obliterated the whole time i kept thinking i'm like okay that's it they just get killed so it turns out he ends up in some different alternate reality I, it did everybody see the, the 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 last clip yeah yeah okay yeah and then he's like am i dead am i in hell am i dead he's like no but if you stay here any longer you probably will be he looks up and there's three different kind of lokis yeah crazy so all the variants that they, they got rid of that's what it seems like. And they ended up in whatever world that is. So if that's the case, then everybody else who got like Mobius and whoever else got like freaking zapped with that freaking weird ass baton ends up in this alternate universe. I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah. What, yeah. what, what's your theory on the whole, the, the timekeepers and all this? Uh, it's being controlled by a major villain. Like bigger than Thanos? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I think we, I I think they because Marvel outed that this villain last year when they did the casting secretly, but like it was already out on news and stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, Kang the Conqueror. I'm 100 percent certain at this point. Okay, who is he? Uh, I don't I don't know if Seth knows him that well. I follow Marvel Comics, so Kang the Conqueror basically he's a I don't want to say like he's a time he's a futuristic villain who goes after the Avengers for altering time. And alter time that helped kill his wife. So, okay. 
So what happened with Endgame of how Captain America and all the Avengers like went back in time and like got all the all the the, the time uh, the like, Infinity uh, Stones, Infinity Stones, and like changed changed everything back to like killing Thanos off. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the end, uh, King the Conqueror may be going after them because uh, he is going to be in an I think believe the new Ant Man movie. So I think this movie is, I think this show is setting up for that. Ooh. Yeah. What? Okay, two questions. When does the new Ant-Man movie come out? 2023. Oh, they're just filming now. Yeah, they're just filming it now. Okay. Yeah, uh, they're, they're already cast of the King of the Conqueror. It's uh, the actor he plays in the, an HBO Max show. Uh, no, it's No Country. I forgot what it's called, but um, I, see it, my, I see it on my... For, uh, for Old Men or something like that, yeah. Hold up, yeah, it's like a very famous HBO Max show. Uh, he's with uh, his co-host is like the the girl that was on uh, Prey, uh, Birds of Prey, uh, last year. But, uh, on yeah. Crisis? No, not Crisis. The the movie. Do you know the one that had? Oh, um, um oh, oh, what's her name? She was in the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, Robbie, no, 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 Margot, um, Margot Robbie, Robbie Margot. Ah, freak. Am I getting it backwards? The Margot Robbie, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay. We're, well, I think that's it. People yeah. are probably roasting me if it's wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, my, my bad. Right? Yeah, so the show he's in, it's called Lovecraft, a Lovecraft Country. Okay, it's yes. a, like American horror a drama show. Uh, it's like a really top show right now. But like, I believe that they they canceled the series. Uh, like, uh, just like a few weeks ago. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah his so name, the, the playing actor it. playing it, his name is jo- Jonathan Majors. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay. he's he's Kang. So I believe they're setting up for Kang. And Kang's gonna be like the next Thanos for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So second question. Remember? Okay. Remember in Endgame when Bruce ended up talking to, um, he ended up going to like you know, who's the bald chick with the the the, the time stone? Oh, um, yeah, the Doctor Strange's uh, mentor, the one that was in charge of. Yeah. 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 And then he's and then she's like, no, don't worry, we'll we'll. Uh, it's just like if I give you the stone, it's gonna set up a, an alternate reality that's not gonna be really good for mine. And he's like, "But what if we take the stones and we put them back exactly where we found them?" So, so if that's the case, like, how was there any changes? Like, how did this guy's wife die? This uh, this king, uh, king the conqueror, yeah, king, he, king he, conqueror. in the comics, he oh, and even other shows I've watched as well. Like, he always blames the Avengers for changing time. Like they, they had like Avengers had to go back in time to change something to save the Earth or save the universe or whatever, okay. and it always affects it always affects uh, his time because his wife or his family always gets killed because of those changes. Okay. So he goes back in the past to like kill the Avengers, to make sure those changes don't happen. Interesting. So I believe that's why they're introducing Kang because of the, what happened with Endgame because they want because there's still like a lot of issues with it. Like I remember Captain America went back. But there's two Captain Americas, right? So which two? Remember the old one? The old one, okay. And, and the one that, the, the one that uh, sacrificed himself. He sacrificed himself when? Oh, and uh, like when, like from after, during World War II? The one that World crashed. War II, yeah, and the plane crashed and went through the entire ordeal that we saw in the movies. So there's yes. always been two Captain Americas, which is like, a, he's basically, the old one's like a time variant, basically. He's, the, uh, what the TV would call a variant, exactly. So were they existing in the same... Like, They're always existing, yeah. At the same time, in the same timeline, at the same timeline, yeah. That's weird. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I picked that up very quickly because, like, at the very end game, he told him, he's like, "Oh, like, I, I he's he was basically with uh, uh, Agent Carter the entire time." Yeah, but, like in at the, the 70s same time or something. I think. It, 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 all the way through, like he he grew he, he like grew up. With her. Yeah, but he did it secretly, while the actual uh, Captain America that we know we watched the movies uh, got revived. And basically did the whole shebang. That's actually crazy. Yeah, yeah. Seth, thoughts? Um, with the whole uh, no, there's one other point I want to make. Uh, uh, to timekeepers. No, yeah. So, uh, with the whole uh, TVA agents, uh, the stick they're using, could it be like? That uh, with the whole, de- do you remember the uh, Mobius's device, the one he sent uh, Loki into that red portal, and they yes. kept him in a time loop. Maybe mm-hmm. the stick is just sending all the people they hit to a, a special, a special timeline where they can't escape from, and you can only get access by maybe uh, King the Conqueror or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just what? a holding cell, like a giant, like make, like it's my theory, but 
maybe just there's a specific timeline where you throw everybody you hit with a stick in this specific uh, timeline because you can control it and they can't escape from it. So what, the TVA is in a loop, you think? or No, not in a loop, but just anybody who goes against uh, the perfect time, the perfect timeline, you just send them to this location because you can't really like get rid of them. You okay. can store them, okay. yeah. But you get them to believe, get the TVA to believe that uh, you get, you're deleting them, you're getting rid of them, but really you're just storing them elsewhere. But they did say they're all variants, right? Everybody yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot to be explained. There's a lot to be explained, man. That's but it's a very, very, very well made show, man. Like it's, yeah. I'd say it's on par with, uh, if not better than uh, Captain America and Winter Soldier. Yeah, but trust me, th- this is all Kang's mo. Kang does take people out in the comics. He does take people out of the time loop and 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 do his own thing. Trust me, like this, like all these shows are basically like uh, moving forward. Like they're all gonna be dealing with the ramifications of Endgame, especially like it's like in the end, there's no way how people can go in the past, change it just to fix their future. Like this has to be ramifications, and Loki is gonna be one of those casualties. I feel like. So what? Okay, side side question: The Immortals, that new movie that's coming out. What's their like? Like, what's their role in all of this? Man, are they like the same at the same kind of level as this Cain uh, the Conqueror, or they're like? No, they're gods. Uh, I believe one of them is. Uh, um, I believe one of them is uh, Thanos's brother. Yes, yes, I remember you, yeah. you told me that once. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're dealing with the ramifications of Endgame. Uh, as well, because uh, okay. they're like a few months after Endgame, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so they're like they're aware of all that, but they kind of kept hidden, like kind of like kept their distance and stuff like that. So yeah, there's all there's like I said, like each movie is gonna be dealing with the ramifications of Endgame. But I believe like the King Conqueror, like especially the time stuff, is gonna be the most big. That's why he's gonna be an Ant Man because Ant Man was the one who created the time loop. He's the one who introduced that in Endgame, so that's why he's gonna be the main villain for Ant Man because he's gonna go after Ant Man. But obviously, he's gonna be going after Loki, in my opinion. And everybody else who was pretty much part of that shit. Wild. Yeah. Wild. Well, you know, I thought like uh, with Endgame, Marvel was pretty much done, aside from uh, Spider-Man. But uh, it looks like they're making a subtle comeback. So I'm liking it so far. I'm liking yeah. it so far, man. Next year is going to be insane, I feel like. Especially with Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, it's going to be beyond insane if you think this is crazy those two movies are gonna blow everything they'll blow endgame and infinity war i feel like those two movies next uh, next summer or when uh spider-man's end of the year in december is de- that's dealing with the multiverse december 2022 uh, december 2021 so in, uh, end all, of the year oh this year. yeah yeah, okay. yeah spider-man yeah um uh, the, the trailer should be coming out soon i heard in like in a few weeks and that apparently is gonna break the internet i don't want to tell you what's in the movie but yeah, damn, don't it's tell gonna me break, anything. It's go, gonna break. Go. It's gonna break the internet. That's Do not I, tell me anything. Yeah, yeah. By yeah. the way, speaking of breaking the internet, did you guys see uh, the two uh, lead actors? No, actor and actress in uh, Spider Man on social media this past weekend. Zendaya. Yeah. And, oh, uh, and, and, yeah. And, and and Spidey, they're an actual thing. They're an actual yeah. thing. They're couple, They're dating. I don't believe <laughs> that. I don't yeah, believe that. No, it was confirmed. <laughs> It's a trend with all the Spider-Man movies. Uh, the the lead uh, uh, actress and actor end up uh, having a thing all the time. Something about Spider-Man role. She's towering over him, bro. And I'm all for it. <laughs> <Same here. laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm like, okay, well, this kind of... I don't know, man. I love the movies, so I, I, I love this. I love this uh, homecoming, everything, bro. It's, it's odd. They, they work really, well together. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Okay. Congratulations to Tom Holland and Zendaya. Yes. Oh, man. But we'll have to leave it at that. And final notes on everything we discuss. Smog, Luke. Uh, yes. I am rooting for uh, White Olivia to do as much damage in the next episode as possible. <laughs> I hope she steals Spencer's phone and you know messages uh, back to Layla. Hey, you're missing out while she, he's making out with Olivia. Oh, that's gonna be amazing. Uh, for Flash, I definitely, definitely do not want to see Iris again. I'm hoping for more Diggle scenes than Iris scenes. Uh, the less Iris, the better. Um, I'd never want to see what's her face. Um, Nora. Uh, Nora. Yeah, thank you. You read my mind. I'd never want to see her face again. <laughs> I had a heart attack when I saw her face. Oh I was like, God. no, 
I thought she died, and then it basically became a dream. I was so happy. I should have started that earlier. I was like, no shway. No shway. Oh, my God. She ruined that. <laughs> bring Nora back. Oh Hashtag bring Nora God. back. Yeah. And Loki, uh, episode five is going to be interesting. Oh, by the way, guys, uh, this Friday is Black Widow. So. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. You, you know what's crazy? It's like, <laughs> I, did, I did a commercial for it. It was supposed to originally just be in theaters. And then it's like, it's going to be in theaters and Disney Plus. And so when I read that, I'm like, mm. so it's probably going to be on Disney Plus for like two to three weeks. And then it's going to be on regular Disney where I don't have to pay extra to watch this. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, it'll be in regular Disney in October. That's what they announced. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. Like, she's dead, bro. Like, uh, I don't know. No, it, it has a lot of ramifications uh, for, um, for the new stuff. Um, if you watch Falcon Winter Soldier, it has direct ties to it. And then including Hawkeye as well. Later, the show that's going to come out later this year for, Mar- uh, for Disney. The new Hawkeye show. So, okay. well, yeah. I'll keep an eye on that. Seth, yeah. final thoughts? Um, in regards to All-American, uh, I hope they make some uh, reference, references to uh, the musical community in uh, Atlanta. Maybe hopefully shout out the outcast, you know? Uh, <laughs> as for Simone, I'm just counting down her days that she's on the show. I can't wait for her to spin off to go and crash and burn. Um. Hopefully there's going to be some good moments next week with the next week's episode with the, the four out there. And hopefully maybe with the Mo and Preach and Coop situation that escalates. Uh, as for the Flash, uh, yeah, Godspeed gang. There you go. There you go. There you We're go. referring it to the Flash, so that's always a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot can change in a week. A lot can change in a week. They a have lot to can do this, change but... in a Flash. Run, Barry. Run. Is that Iris? Run. (laughs) But we'll conclude it with that. And for more dramatic dialogue regarding all your favorite shows, please feel free to tune in to next week's episode of Anchor Free Roscoe. Until then, I'm Ryan Atwood. I'm Proto-Seth. And I am uh, Luke Ward, a.k.a. Smog. And we out. Peace. Peace. Peace.